720 WGN. I find him to be one of the most interesting people in Chicago. Howard Tallman joins us, the general managing partner at G2T3V, serial entrepreneur. It's sponsored by CareerVision.org, and his article on Inc.com is already published. It's it's titled Charisma is No Substitute for Capability. Of course, he doesn't choose that title. But I do find it interesting because what you – well, you always say the truth, Howard, but, you know, the truth about how – Character, integrity, even competence too often take a backseat to the media-friendly or easy, promotable personalities is so true. And that that's not just in politics. That's in business. That's across the board. Uh, whoever can get their message through clearly or connect with the audience they're targeting seems to come out on top. Yeah, you know, it's, a, it's an interesting thing. And you're right that it's not limited to any specific field or any kind of business. I mean, the truth is that people understand energy and passion better than facts. I mean, they, mm-hmm. you know, we're attracted to emotion. We're attracted to passion and energy. And, you know, it's it's very precarious because right now in Chicago, you know, we've had four years, and, uh, and Laurie Lightfoot was not an energetic mayor, but we've had four years of an experiment where we had an amateur, somebody with no real experience, uh, running the city, and, and she ran it right into the ground. And, and now we're looking at the situation, and it's it's very interesting. We have a, a guy who's a good speaker but says very little, and then we have a guy who's, you know, blander and more, you know, sort of measured in everything he does. And, you know, we're, what we're faced with is a really very complicated choice. The choice is, do we want somebody who knows what he's doing, but maybe we don't agree with everything, you know, in terms of his policies? Or do we want somebody who doesn't know anything, has no sort of business experience, and is this who we want running our city for the next four years? I mean, it's that stark, you know. I mean, and, and I, it's a source of great concern for Chicago businesses, for Chicago tourism, for just about everything. And, of course, number one on the list is crime. And the city is, you know, in a tough, tough position. And, and you have a guy saying, basically, he wants to take resources away from the police, which all I can tell you is that, uh, you know, in the circles that I travel in, we would love to see a policeman on every corner. And so, Howard, you know, it's interesting because is this a new phenomenon? Because Lori Lightfoot never came across as a person with charisma. No, I don't think it is. I think it's. I think the phenomena is we always want something new. So now we have the media, and they're looking for, and this is true of local and national media, we're looking for a story, and the story of a guy who's a competent manager is nowhere near as interesting as a guy who's a brand-new, unknown commodity and who is, you know, burst sort of burst on the scene. I mean, frankly, other than you and I who discussed it, very few people believe that Laurie Lightfoot wasn't even going to make it into the runoff. So that's a story, you know, and so they're treating this guy as if he's the next Obama or the next whatever. And the problem is uh, he really has, he doesn't have the chops. I mean, he doesn't have the experience. He's never run a business. And, you know, to run a $28 billion budget in our city every year is a staggeringly complicated task. And it's it's one where we can't turn it over to somebody who's going to try and learn on the job. It's just not going to work. And, of course, there will be Brandon Johnson supporters who will argue every point of what you just said. But it is interesting the way 
we look at candidates these days. And I would imagine that if you have a big ad budget, the point of those ads are to paint your candidate the way you want them to be perceived. So how does Paul Vallis go about changing that idea? You you identify him as being somewhat bland and maybe not, well, you know. Well, you know, it's it's funny, but I'm not sure that he should change it because when you look at Biden, you know, President Biden, I mean, we're not so unhappy with somebody who's actually getting some stuff done. You know, it's not it's not the worst thing in the world to say I'm stable and I'm in control and I'm competent. You know, that's not a curse, you know, these days. And so I think the the you know, both of these guys, but particularly Ballas uh, spent a great deal of time trying to be above the fray. He was going to say what he was going to do, and he wasn't going to be negative. And now we're in the last couple of weeks, and now both sides have gone you know, negative trying to point out the deficiencies of the other guy rather than you know, uh, their own strengths, which always is, is horrible. You know, and, and yeah, none of us for, like it. You know, we don't worst. like it, you know. It, yeah. Uh, and yeah. so I, you know, I, I really think that that it's going to come down to just a matter of do we want another experiment? Because, look, the last competition was between Tony Preckwinkle, who ran a gigantic organization. I mean, the Cook County, you know, organization and everything was an enormous thing, very close to running the city, frankly. And Laurie Lightfoot, who'd never run anything, and we ended up with Laurie Lightfoot, and uh, that's where we ended up. I mean, not not a happy result. So, why do you think Paul Vallis sort of has not won the, the all the ele- I mean, he's he's run for a lot of offices here. What yeah. has been his downfall? Yeah, what no, has kept him from winning? Listen, he has. You know, he's been a better winner than he's been a candidate in the sense that you know he ran the city uh, budget, he ran the city schools. You know, when he's got the job, he's done a pretty competent job. I mean. You know, that's, uh, you know, it's funny because they say that uh, campaigning is, uh, you know, screwing your enemies and governing is screwing your friends. The truth is, he did, once he was in office, I think he did a pretty good job for us. We had many years without school strikes. We had a budget that was slowly improving, although these pensions are going to be a nightmare for whoever gets, you know, into office these days. Uh, but the, the real question is, I mean, you know, do we want to take the risk of starting again with somebody with no background and no experience? And, and I just don't think that we can afford to do that. I, you know, I listened to one of these forums where they ask each of them about their experience, and, and Brandon's answer was that he grew up in a, a home with one bathroom, and so he learned to be a good negotiator. I think he has said more than that. But my guess is your no. vote is already cast, right? Have you already voted? I actually voted yesterday. I absolutely did. I, I think that the greatest thing in the world for the city is early voting. And I think that, uh, as I said, especially because the next two weeks are just going to be everybody throwing mud at, at each other. I think if you have made your mind up and you believe you've looked at the alternatives, that uh, the best thing you can do is vote and then get on with the rest of your life. And you know, absolutely. All right, thanks for joining Welcome us, Howard. There. All right, talk to you soon, Lee. Thank you, Howard. Howard Tallman, General Managing Partner with G2T3V. I think you know where he stands on the election, and you can read his article on Inc.com, and I'll read a few of your text messages coming in, responding to our conversation coming up. But Steve's news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom.